I'm started? I'm not even started. You can't start me without starting. That's not right. Hold on, man. We're not started anywhere except on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. We've got uh, three platforms for people not to pay attention to us on, and we're going to use all of them. So uh, uh, there we go. We're going to go. I smiled for the thumbnail. I'm going to go live on YouTube. I pressed the button once. I pressed the button twice. We're looking for our Facebook. How weird. Facebook, man. We started by... Um, Socially, it's called a social media, and it was started by people who were socially awkward. Don't you think that's bizarre? I do. I think it's bizarre that um, a thing that was started so that uh, geeky kids could get laid has become uh, something that may have upended our entire, uh, our entire, all of Western civilization. So, <laughs> good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, moms and dads, uh, children of all ages. You are watching. You are listening to Living on a Thin Line with Tony Visick. I am, I am Tony Visick. Uh, we come to you every day at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, Arizona time. Uh, it's 2 o'clock in Arizona. That's all I can tell you. It's 2 o'clock in Arizona. It's whatever time it is where you are. It might be 1952. It might be the year 2525 where you are when you're watching this. I have no idea. I'm just glad you're here. Uh, we come to you every day at 2 o'clock our time. We are... Your daily distraction of all the anger, anxiety, weirdness, and hoopla in the world, the world today. Hello, Jim Perry. Hello, Tina Mike Lawson. Hello to everybody who's going to be watching now and in the future. Um, this show is uh, brought to you on three platforms every day. It's brought to you on, uh, why is this sticking? I can't get the wave to work. Um, there we go. Uh, it's brought to you on um, ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com, where you can just listen uh, it's brought to you on, uh, uh, my phone is doing crazy things. Uh, it is brought to you on, um, YouTube on comedy schools and it's brought to you on Facebook live. Uh, the show is uh, brought to you on three platforms. It's built around three things. Your questions and comments that you post on the aforementioned social media, uh, uh platforms. Uh, usually we bring on something, you know, some little doodad or doohickey or autograph or piece of memorabilia and try to weave a story around that. And we recommend two artists or two pieces of music based on our vast vinyl album collection. And you know what? Um, we were kind of falling back to CDs a little bit. We were doing uh, CDs and we're going to do CDs. And since we're not playing the music because we don't have a music license, um, we, uh, we just talk about the music. Uh, it was okay that we went with a, a C. It's okay if we go with CDs because it's still great music. But we just like vinyl because some of the great artwork on the covers, and I think that it's pleasing to your eye. So today it's still vinyl albums, okay? That we're going to talk about. Uh, what else are we going to talk about today? Uh, this is an exciting day if you're me. If you're me, this is an exciting day. Two exciting things. Well, the day's not that exciting. I've been sitting in the office doing office stuff like an office person. I'm, you know, maybe it might be hard for you to believe when you, if you listen to this show that I actually run a whole business uh, right here uh, that uh, books uh, corporate events, private events, comedy clubs, has comedy classes. But I do, and I'm usually doing that all morning up until uh, I talk to you. Um, it's an exciting day for me for two reasons. Uh, right here, you can see it on the hat. Uh, my Los Angeles Clippers go to the second round in the Western Conference Finals tonight. 
playing the Denver Nuggets. Second round of the Western Conference channels. They dispatch uh, channels. It's a Western Conference championship, not channels. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. <laughs> lack of sleep. Yeah, and I'll explain that in a little bit. Uh, lack of sleep. However, they go to the second round tonight. That'll be at 6 p.m. Uh, I'm teaching a comedy workshop tonight at 6 p.m. I love doing that. So I'll miss the first half or so, uh, or maybe I'll record it and watch. But I'm excited that there is, there, there is live sports to watch, and I love basketball, and I love the Clippers, and I'm excited about that. I'm also excited about this. My good friend, your good friend, our good friend, Jim Perry, his club, JP's Comedy Club, of which I am a partner and a participant in, uh, will actually open tonight for business. That's right, a comedy club open for business in the greater Phoenix area. Okay, that's tonight. I believe it's 7 p.m., maybe 7.30. They're starting out with a soft opening. Uh, go ahead and insert your dick joke there. A soft opening uh, doing uh, for open mics. All this week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, is an uh, uh, open mic night. So all the local comics in the greater Phoenix area, or if you want to drive in from Utah or San Diego, or uh, maybe uh, from uh, Denton, Texas, you know, or Abilene, if you want to drive on in... Um, there is a, uh, there is a uh, $5 surcharge, but then you can go up and uh, have uh, the newest owner of the newest comedy club have a look-see at you, have a gander, have a peek, all right, and be able to get some much-needed live stage time. Uh, I will be there tomorrow night. I don't know if I told Jimmy that. Jimmy, Jimmy, if you're listening, um, I'm going to stop in tomorrow night as well. Uh, I'll be wearing uh, my red boots, and I'll have my flamethrower, so... <laughs> That makes no that makes no sense. That you know, red boots and a flamethrower. Why would he bring a? Why is it? You know, what is that? He's the man is nuts. Um, so I'm going to be there tomorrow night. Stop on by. Uh, it's a they're, they're practicing safe social distancing. Masks are required. But as we slowly begin to ease into a hybrid of a world on Zoom and a world that's live, uh, JP's Comedy Club is going to lead the way. Uh, over and above and beyond that, I'll be holding my first live in-person stand-up comedy class since the middle of March. This coming Monday, uh, a free comedy class, free intro to my beginning class this Monday at 7.30 p.m. at JP's Comedy Club. You can find all that and more on my Facebook. Or you know what? Join one of my meetups, the Phoenix Stand-Up Comedy uh, Group. Join that, Phoenix Stand-Up Comedy Classes Group. Join that and you get a lot of cool information about things going on here, things going on throughout the state, the region, the country and the world, because we will continue to bring you uh, uh, great entertainment and great ways to be a great entertainer uh, on live on Zoom as well. In person and Zoom. I think yeah, if we do a hybrid of it, we might call it Loom. Loom. I'm going to loom over you. <laughs> All right, we're not going to do that. Um, I haven't watched the news a lot today. Uh, when I did turn it on, I guess uh, the president told everybody in North Carolina to vote twice. You know, there was an old joke uh, about voting. Was, vote early, vote often. You know, and I was actually, I'll tell you a little story. I was hired to host an event in a park in Tempe, Arizona. No, it wasn't at night, and it wasn't in a public restroom, and don't get weird on me. All right? uh, but I uh, was hired to host an event, and it was a, a Democratic fundraiser in a park by a wonderful guy, Randy Keating, who is now on the city council 
in the city of Tempe, Arizona. By the way, if you're not from here, and you hear these we're Gilbert, Arizona, Tempe, Arizona, Scottsdale, Arizona. They are their own cities with their own mayors, their own city councils, uh, their own tax base. Uh, but they're all part of Greater Phoenix, the Greater Phoenix, the Phoenix metropolitan area. So Randy Keating, long before he was a city council member, he probably regrets it now. Going, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I, I cannot confirm nor deny I ever hired Tony Visick. And I was the, uh, the host for their event. They had speakers and stuff in the park. Not like, you know, not like speakers you listen to music out of people talking. I just feel like I need to clarify these things sometimes. It's just so important to me to get it right. Um, so I was hosting it, you know, did some comedy. There's nobody listening. People wandering around, you know, a couple of kids. There's like a, a, whenever you do one of those things, something in a park that's not like throngs of people attending, Here's the problem with outdoor comedy. It's either throngs of people attending or nobody watching. Throngs of people attending, no one's listening because they're usually there for bands. That's the only time you have throngs of people in a park. Uh, when it's very few people, no one's listening, but there's always like a couple of kids standing there, and there's always one of them taking their right foot, and they're wearing shorts, and they're rubbing the back of their, uh, their knee, uh, their left knee, you know, with it because they're, they're itching and they're eating a hot dog. And the kid starts crying because you say something wrong, the little kid. And, and then the sister goes, you're mean, mister. And they wander off. And they're the only ones listening. No one else listens. But I was bringing up uh, Senator uh, Kristen Cinema, Senator Kristen Cinema, who's now a senator. She was not a senator then. Um, I don't know if she was. I think she, I don't know if she was on the Phoenix City Council. She held uh, some political, some office at the time, and was uh, getting ready to. It was either while she was ramping up her candidacy or right prior to it. And I asked her. I said, uh, "Ms. Cinema, what would you like me to say?" And I go, "All right." And uh, I, I says, "By the way, uh, I intend to vote for you twice." And we were off stage just talking. She looked at me. She went, "Oh, don't say that. Don't say that. That's wrong. That's illegal. Don't say it's illegal." I go, "It was a joke, Chris." No, she wasn't. It was a joke, Kristen. And I didn't say it. I didn't say that I voted for Kristen Cinema twice. Now, if she runs again, I'll vote for her again, and then I'll be able to say I have voted for her twice in two separate elections. But she got upset that I even intimated anything, it's any sort of, you know, joking around voter cheating. So I kind of thought, oh, that's a little much. But yeah, I did turn on my uh, television briefly this morning and did see... Um, uh, our president telling people in North Carolina they should vote in person and by mail. In person and by mail. Now, that's a crime. That's against the law. And he should know that. Maybe he doesn't know that. Maybe the producer just said he knows it. But, I, you know, look, we're playing along here. Maybe he's not aware of the fact that you're only supposed to vote for one candidate. Like if there's a guy running for Senate or a woman running for Senate, and you're going to go vote. You're only supposed to vote one time. You're not supposed to go down and vote at this uh, precinct and run down to another precinct. You're not supposed to stick two or three ballots in a box. One person, one vote. That this fella, this fella, he goes and tells people in North Carolina, he goes, let's, let's test their system. So, uh, yeah, Christian Cinema, who I thought was a stick in the mud at the time for not going along with my joke, actually not even wanting to joke about voter fraud. Democratic senator from Arizona and a president of the United States perpetuating. I'm sure he'll say, hey, I didn't really mean doing it just like I didn't mean Russia. If you're listening, that was a joke. You know, uh, 
But it is a hell of a time, isn't it? It is a hell of a time. Um, anyway, that's all I saw on the uh, the news today. Hey, uh, what's that? Huh? Hold on, hold on. I'm having a conversation. Of Kanye West? Kanye West, can I be honest with you, I, um, I don't know I've ever heard a Kanye, Kanye West song where I went, that's a danceable tune. I don't know if I've ever heard a Kanye West song where I go, man, that's saying something to me. Now that's probably generational. I'm in my 60s and he appeals to uh, uh, people who are in uh, special ed workshops, I think. No, um, <laughs> that this guy is trying to get on the ballot and solely getting on the ballot to help Donald Trump, I think is an insult is an insult to everybody who likes popular music because he's of this era. He's actually already a little bit, you know, behind the curve. He's more, he's more back there with Kid and Play now. When you say Kanye West is more back there with Kid and Play, I mean, it's, he's not like hot number one with a bullet. You know, uh, he married a Kardashian, and uh, that, that's ruined many a good man. Married a Kardashian ruined many a good man. And uh, before he married, uh, he's married to Kim Kardashian, right? Okay, she was the first one to do a pornographic tape. There's been some other Kardashians. Some weird sex stuff with that family. Pornographic tapes. Man becomes a woman. When a man becomes a woman, it's because he's married to a Kardashian. And he just wants to get out of the house. Um... And by the way, uh, casting no aspersions on uh, uh, transgenders or trans, uh, trans world airlines or trans fats or, uh, or uh, any sort of railroad trans. Um, does that, I said Conway, not, it's Conway, Kanye, Kanye. It's not Kanye East, Kanye West. Didn't they name their kid North? Who thinks it's a good idea? I mean, I'll do that with animals. We got a, a new cat that uh, surely rescued from a dumpster. Some asshole threw a cat in a dumpster. That's just wrong, man. Uh, she, uh, a neonatal. I don't even know what a neonatal was. I thought neonatal was like, I thought neonatal were like neo-Nazis. I don't know. If I heard, when I heard neonatal, like, oh, I don't believe in what those people want to do, the neonatals. But that just means like a, a cat that shouldn't be away from its mother yet. But Shirley's been up every two hours feeding it, which means I've been woke up a few times myself. Uh, but that's fine. But we named it Ray after Sugar Ray Leonard because he's, uh, he's going to be a runt. He's going to be small. So he's going to be a lightweight and he's going to be a fighter. But his full name is Ray the Dumpster Cat. No. That is his official real name. It'll be that on his birth certificate. Ray the Dumpster Cat. Um, <laughs> Champ de Blasio just wrote, don't worry about Kanye. It's not Conway. It's not Conway West Twitty. Conway Twitty West. Don't worry about Kanye. Elon Musk offered him presidency of Mars and he accepted. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. This was such a good country. You know, we knew how to be serious and we knew how to be fun in this country for a good chunk of it. We knew how to be serious and we knew how to be, have fun. And we knew there's time for work and time for play, and it's all gotten mixed up, and there's no more fun, and no one's getting any work done. Um, I think that Kanye West, what he's doing, where he's purposely getting on the ballot to try to siphon off. Uh, 
What's that? Okay. He might not. He might not be able to get on the ballot in Arizona because he's registered Republican. I just want to say I think it's an insult to anybody who loves his music or loves hip hop. Okay, that they think that they can steal the vote away from Joe Biden. Because Kanye, uh, just because the celebrity of Kanye, and it's an insult to uh, uh, the African-American community as well. Uh, that's my thought. You might have a different thought, but it's just a damn insult. It's that they sat around and thought it was a strategy. Hey, here's how we'll beat Biden. We'll get a pop star. And that's what he is. He's a pop star. He's a pop singer. It's pop music. It's popular music. He's a pop star, just like the Archies or Celine Dion, Right? Kelly Clarkson, any of those. Not a lot of difference. Uh, then Paul Whitney says, what if Conway actually wins? First off, his name's not Conway. His name's Kanye. Uh, Bob Rocky says, I'm on a break at work, and I'm wondering if there's going to be censorship on stage at the open mic tonight. Uh, thank you, Bob. Appreciate you asking that. Uh, Kevin Brown says, here you go, Tony. Enjoy this share. Let's take a look at what he wrote. Uh, I can't get it to open. Um... Northwest, Northwest was born on June 15, 2013. So that's what I was, I was getting back to that. We named the cat Ray. I named animals after buildings. I had two cats one time that named Humphrey and Bogart. Humphrey and Bogart. After Humphrey Bogart. So that's funny, but not with people. So if your last name's West, you shouldn't name your kid North. Now that kid's got to live with that. Let's face it, that kid's going to have a different life anyway. Overly privileged. Uh... There, there is a movie nobody wanted. North. And then if Northwest has a child, wait a minute. Wait for it. Hold on. If Northwest grows up, which is highly likely, you know, uh, and then gets married or has a baby, a baby with someone, and they name it Northwest, like Northwest Junior, then that child would be, last name would be West, and it'd be West by Northwest. <laughs> Man, it took me a long time to get there. If he has a baby, it'll be West by Northwest. All right. Uh, and then uh, if it's a girl, uh, there was a famous uh, uh, land route many years ago called the Northwest Passage, and we'll see if she turns into that as well. So, <laughs> All right, huh? Like, like, like her mama, like her mama, just like her mama. Let's get to the music. Hey, like I said, um, tomorrow night, tonight, they kick off at JP's Comedy Club. Uh, open mic at JP's Comedy Club. It's going to be very, very cool. Uh, uh, it is the Arizona's latest and greatest and newest stand-up comedy club. Really, uh, and, we, and I've booked some great headliners in starting September 17th. Uh, I didn't book this one. The club owner asked. I will be headlining September 17th, 18th, and 19th. We're going to see about being able to zoom that in for you guys. And then uh, we're kicking it off with some of the best live. When I say local headliners in Arizona, that's not like saying local headliners in, say, uh, Tupelo, Mississippi. And nothing against Tupelo because that's where Elvis came from. But I'm talking about people that tour nationally that live here. Okay, there's a great stand-up comedy scene. We're going to bring it to you in a new club. We're going to bring it to you live, and hopefully we'll be able to bring it to you on uh, social media as well. Uh, Kevin Brown wrote, Psalm, Chicago, Saint, and Northwest are the kids' names. That, they have kid, that's how many kids they have? They have, uh, they have four? 
Psalm, Chicago State, and Northwest. Is that true? Um, Paul Whitney said you should only name your kid North if you were named. Yeah, I already did that joke, Paul. North by Northwest. I already did that. All right. Okay. No bobbleheads today. No knickknacks. No paraphernalia. Um, just want to talk you into... Um, I just want to talk you into have a good time. Let's leave it there. Let's get to the music. I got two things to show you here today. Uh, one of my favorite artists in the entire world forever. And I may have used, I may have uh, talked about this record before. I may I certainly have talked about this artist before. But, uh, you know, every day... What I do is I recommend two artists or two pieces of music based off this album collection in the hopes that you'll then go to YouTube and listen to the songs because I think they're great songs and I think they'll add to your life. So I think anything sung by this woman adds to your life. Now that is a younger, okay, but a little more mature than when she started. Miss Emmy Lou Harris. Miss Emmy Lou Harris. Now, I always joke around that, you know, Lucinda Williams is my girlfriend. I love Lucinda Williams. She's got that, uh, she's got that, she's got that demon in her voice. Emmy Lou Harris has one of the most beautiful voices and some of the greatest phrasing I've ever heard recorded uh, on my uh, bucket list as far as people to see are Lucinda Williams. So Lucinda Williams, Tony Bennett, and Emmy Lou Harris. There's probably others on my, I just like going and listening to uh, live music. This particular album which is called Luxury Liner, has some incredibly classic, wonderful songs on it. I'm looking to see if I can see. Uh, this was made in 1977. Um, Kim Brown says, four kids, they're busy. Wow, wow, four kids. Psalm, Chicago, St. Northwest. You know, it's just dumb that they do that. Uh, this was made, I think, with uh, her uh, band, which was called The Hot Band. I'm trying to see if that was all together on here. I don't see James Burton on here anywhere, so maybe not. But the songs, her version of the legendary mythical song, and there's a, only a handful of songs that are legendary and mythical, and Towns Van Zant wrote at least one of them, Poncho and Lefty. Poncho and Lefty, which is one of the, just the, one of the greatest story songs you've ever heard in your entire life. Emmy Lou Harris's version of Poncho and Lefty will haunt you forever in a wonderful way. In a wonderful way. There's a great version by, um, um, I want to say it's Willie Nelson and uh, Waylon Jennings, but it might be Willie Nelson and Merle Haggard, I think, uh, Poncho and Lefty. I think it's uh, Willie and Waylon that uh, is just stunning. Uh, but this version of Poncho and Lefty is one of the most beautiful things you will ever hear. It is true magic for your ears. Also, her version of I'll Be Your San Antonio Rose. Okay, and uh, her version of uh, You Never Can Tell, Celeste, uh, C'est La Vie by Chuck Berry, which was the famous dance song in the uh, dance sequence in Pulp Fiction, which I think, you know, the other night, uh, last night, they were uh, playing a bunch of Bob Fosse movies on television, and uh, Sweet Charity and all that jazz, uh, too st and Bob Fosse was a stunning choreographer, but uh, even though it's simple, I think that dance scene between John Travolta and Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction is stunning. And they're dancing to Chuck Berry's You, uh, you Never Can Tell. Her version is wonderful. Uh, and then her version of She, which is a Graham Parsons tune. And uh, a song she wrote, Tulsa Queen. But if you want to hear something that'll stay with you from the time you hear it, and not only till the day you die, but will stay with you in eternity, listen to Emmy Lou Harris's version 
of Pancho and Lefty. And by the way, Emmy Lou Harris, uh, she could sing out of a technical manual, you know? She could, uh, she, could be, she could sing the obituary and it would sound beautiful. All right, so we're really recommending uh, Emmy Lou Harris. You got to listen to her. You got to listen to her version of Pancho and Lefty. You'll feel good. I just wanted to mention this album real quick. You can barely make it out. It's so worn out. I've had this album since it came out. Um, I didn't realize I was a fan of prog rock when I was younger, but uh, I was. I didn't realize it was prog rock at the time. But this beat up, worn out album cover is the Moody Blues Question of Balance. Stunningly good. Stunningly good uh, uh, music. They were real groundbreakers in the world of pop and rock. There were certainly um, bands that used horns, and there were bands, uh, and what Phil Spector was doing with his wall of sound was stunning. Um, the Moody Blues, uh, you know, what Al Cooper did with Blood, Sweat, and Tears, melding rock sensibility with uh, 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 soul music horns. Uh, but they're introduced to something called the Mellotron, which it was a keyboard that could approximate an orchestra, uh, and that they did that with a song called uh, Nights in White F uh, Satin. As early as 65 or 66 was stunning. By 73, they were hitting their stride. And this is one of the great albums of the early 70s. Uh, the song's Question, How Is It We Are Here? And the Tide Rushes In. Don't You Feel Small? Tortoise and the Hare. It's Up To You, Minstrel Song, Dawning of the Day, Melancholy Man, and Balance. Balance. But the song Question melded perfectly. Sensibilities of orchestra music and rock all right and i saw this band three times and i enjoyed life uh and i enjoyed each and every one of them but if you want to hear something different and unique and most people if they don't know moody blues and the moody blues at all they know knights and white satin okay they don't know their other music but listen to question and realize this was a small group of uh, uh young fellas in london uh who got together and came up with this music and really kind of moved prog rock into uh the next level really moved prog rock into the next level, in my estimation. And it was a classy sound. Uh, it was a beautiful sound. It was a lush sound. All right? And they, along with bands like Procol Harum, Pink Floyd, etc., cetera, uh, really did some wonderful stuff in the late 60s, early 70s. Okie dokie. Uh, by the way, uh, so let's recap the day, okay? Uh, only vote once. I mean, you can vote for several people, but it's got to be like you vote for one senator, one House member, one state senator, you can't then vote, you know, on 12th Street and run up to 19th Street and vote. You can't do it. Can't do it. Don't do it. It's against the law. You go to jail. I don't care what the president says. You'll go to jail. It's just another case, ladies and gentlemen. I'm starting to think, whether you like Donald Trump or not, that the thing the guy gets off on is getting his friends in trouble. Because if you're his friend, you're getting in trouble. All right. And now I think he just wants to get all those voters in trouble because he comes out and tells people vote twice. <laughs> and by the way, Bill Barr, who's the uh, attorney general of the United States, he says, well, I don't know the laws in that state. I don't know the laws in that state. So, <laughs> man, if you're the attorney general of the United States and you don't know that you're only supposed to vote for one candidate one time for president of the United States, you should probably get a different gig. You should probably get a job, you know, cutting Nancy Pelosi's hair, all right? You'd be more useful doing that. And if you ever decide to do that, Attorney General Barr, and you can't figure out a way to put your chair, I got, a, I got a, uh, an idea of just where you can stick it. So uh, we talked about that. Uh, we made fun of Kanye West. Um, 
I told you about JP's Comedy Club. I'll be there tomorrow night hanging out. Come on down. Uh, they open tonight, starting with open mic nights. And then um, this coming Monday, my first live in-person stand-up comedy workshop. It's a free one. Come by and check it out. And then this coming Tuesday on Zoom. Man, that's a lot of information for 30 minutes. But I always did like to cram a lot in. All right, my friend. Thank you very much. I'll see you tomorrow at 2 p.m. You've been watching Living on a Thin Line. Bye-bye.